Hey, Eliezer. Hey, what's up? You, you I'm look, annoyed. You look annoyed. I'm, Actually, uh, more angry than annoyed. I'm angry and annoyed. Wow. Well, this is a very upbeat podcast. I'm always excited to see you. And today I'm... Are you? Yeah. Okay. Well, there was an announcement that went out. It was all over social media about a new position. Your new position starting oh, in July. Are you talking about the chief innovative officer position at Southern NCSY? Southern NCSY. That's I'm correct. I'm so excited. Well, I'm glad okay. you finally saw Well, maybe saw our it. listeners think that we're doing this all day, every day, and I understand why they would think that. But, you know, I also work at Southern NCSY. And yeah. They thought, of course, you would have seen got it. Got my Bubby calling me. Your co host is joining you. And I'm like, well, he always joins me on the podcast. She's like, no, not the podcast. It would have been nice to know. I, you know what? I think you should take that up with some other people because I was going to taking it up with you, friend. (sighs) Listen, I know we talk five or six or seven times a day. You Mm -hmm, know, we're, mm -hmm. we're close. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I should have been the first to tell you. Yeah, you should have. Not your bubby. My bubby called me. Yeah. I called her. Well, you have my bubby on speed dial. Yeah. Of course I called your bubby. That too. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. So I really should have called you first, but I called your bubby and then I called your wife and your housekeeper. Anything else you want to tell the world? I called the manager at 7-Eleven um, down the block. I I was getting to you. Like, look here. You see my computer? There's yeah. number 87. That's where I am? And that's and I just did 86 so before. So you're saying if I would have been more patient, I would have found out. Yes. So, so really, it's my fault. I'd like you to apologize to I'm me. I'm sorry. I forgive you. Okay. <laughs> Your attention, please. The show starts in three, two, one, go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. I don't want to talk about it, but I will. Okay. <laughs> and I'm Jewish. Hey, I'm also Jewish. What? Do we get that a lot in Florida? I don't know. I love herring. Ooh, so do I. The Kutzker? <laughs> we're highlighting the joy in Judaism. That's exactly what we're doing. The joy in Judaism. Can that be a bumper sticker? Do they do bumper stickers anymore? Here we go! Sally! Eliezer! I'm super stoked for this episode because this yes, one is I'm very ready. different than anything we've ever done. Oh, yeah. We have three guests today. That's a lot of guests. It's a trio, if you will. And they're not just any guests. Not that our past guests were just any guests. I mean, no, no. any guest that comes on our show is special. And But we do know in the past that we've, we've had guests on, they blow up. I'm like, prepared after this show to be under the influence. Oh. If you know what I'm talking about. I don't. Can you please tell? Because we're not having like anyone that's like, we're not having brewmasters. No. Or bourbon makers. No. What's a bourbon are. maker called? A bourbon macher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called the man of um, shev- tequila tachlis. Yeah, tequila. Yeah, TikToker. Speaking of TikTok, that's oh. exactly what the show's so about. This is the Jewish influencer episode, and what what does that mean? Because ultimately, every Jew is meant to be an influencer, but not everybody is. No, but these are people who take a platform and go. They have, they have a platform. Audiences, they have followers. People know who they are. They have readers. Readers, right? Yeah. They have readers. They people have followers, right? They, yes, those. You know what? In social, today's social media, I forgot yes. that we still have readers. More than the headlines. We have readers. We have followers. We have tweeters. Yeah. TikTokers. Retweeters. Instagrammers. Yeah. I'm probably saying that all wrong. We have Jewish influencers, people who are spreading their message, helping others, and we have them here today. Right. These are people that put themselves out into the world and they make a difference. And again, I want to talk about though, like the average person who's Jewish, 
yeah. is out in the world. There's an idea of we're supposed to be a light onto the nations. Are you? Like, um, I try. Okay. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy, especially since this podcast started, because everybody's like, oh. There's, first of all, it's not easy. Eliezer. It's a, a great solo podcast. Influencer means your influence. What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> funny, <laughs> funny guy. No, I mean, but we out there, you're a Jew. Now, you, you have a regular job, this and that, but when we walk in the footsteps of our ancestors, that's right. people look at us and be like, oh, not just a regular person, that's a Jew. And that way they might be looking at us a little differently, a little closer. And, you know, I think that sometimes... It's a huge responsibility. It's a huge responsibility. And hopefully you're walking and you're making a Kiddush Hashem that people look at you and be like, wow, that person did a great job and they're Jewish. Question for you, sir. Yeah, answer. A question for you. Seven. What is the, if, <laughs> what is the difference between a role model and an influencer? And a Kaiser role. Oh, what? A role model and an influencer. What's the difference? So I would say this. On the one hand, yeah. there is no difference, meaning if you're a role model, you're influencing somebody. Okay, but that, that makes you an influencer. Well, yeah, even if it's one or two, you're an influencer. But what we're talking about today is people that do have a platform. Um, people that, Actively in the traditional sense, whether it's on social media or they're well-known for their writing and they're, they're writing in, in the community papers and they're working for, you know, out, and they're speaking at organizations, they have a following. If you're an influencer, how do you know you've made your mark? I know these um, are like rapid fire questions. I think uh, I you think get a call from Mark Zuckerberg and he says, You're in. <laughs> exactly. Here's a hoodie. He goes, like, you get poked. You get a little poke Do you poke. think he gives out hoodies or like they're all for him? I think he has one hoodie. One hoodie. That he sends around to every, everyone that he wants to mark as an influencer, but then they have to return it. Uh huh. No, that's a fact, by the way. You can Google that. Okay. I wouldn't Google it. I would just look it up on Facebook. They have a little chat thing. Yeah, you can go into the metaverse and check it out in their in their little hoodie wear. store. Oh, I see. I like that. Yeah. Have you been in the metaverse? I feel like I'm there right now. Do you have an uh, Oculus? Just watch your mouth. VR? Troopers. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. No, I don't have any no, of that stuff. I, do I told you ones. I don't like fads. Yeah. Do you remember uh do you remember uh, Second Life? Yes. That pretty much is the metaverse. I really only remember it because of the office. <laughs> was it in? Oh, yeah, Dwight. I very remember. Yeah. But so that's who we're talking today. But I just before we, you know, we bring them on. That's the idea, though. I I would say because your question, what makes them? What well, the difference between a role model influencer? I think as the Jewish people, we should walk in a way that real that we realize that we are we are all followed. influencers, good or bad. And you know, obviously, when a Jew does something bad, it seems that the world does focus on it more than, let's say, somebody else. And it's a big chila Hashem. It's something that people, you know, does it, it desecrates Hashem's name. And when a Jew does something great, people may not actually say anything about it, but that is a kiddush Hashem. Before we get to our guests, are there, are there any people in your life or that's been in your life that have been an influencer for you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, everyone knows, like, growing up, I was obsessed with Jim Carrey, but uh, not anymore. Yeah, really? Course. Oh, yeah. No, I know that, but that's where you're going? No, I'm not going there anymore. Oh, I, was okay. just, I was just talking. So I right. like to talk. I have a microphone. You're a talker. Yeah, I am. My influence, <laughs> my, my, the people who influence me the most, uh, currently, my wife, Sasha. I'd be lying. Does she I, have a large social media presence? She, she wants to be on this show. Who? Sasha, my wife. And We'll I'm, have a wives episode. Relax. Sasha, I'm going to get you on this show. Okay, and I'm reading a book right now by the great Mel Brooks, and I am being May he live in peace. I am being influenced with every page. Did That's you nice. know? Did you know? Yeah, I did. That when he was making Blazing Saddles. He always and, had a little bag of herring with him at every set. Oh, so you read the book. Hmm? Well, I, guess I, don't, <laughs> I don't have to lend it to you after. No, just. I like people who are funny on purpose. Yeah. You know? 
He's fantastic. But he took he takes everything so seriously. His 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 the craft. Art, the craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be as successful as Mel Brooks without taking it seriously. Yeah. Um so those are my two. How about yourself? Who influences you? So like now. I don't want to hear about it, you know. Fine. Well, right now, this today. person still influenced me, although he's no longer with us, uh Rabbi Jonathan Sachs. Yeah. I consider him quite the influencer, uh, because he had such a public platform. Uh and he did, you know, he was very the his works were on Facebook, uh, and he, he had a very large web presence on YouTube and, and his, his website at, at rabbisax.org. He had a very big influence on my life while he was alive. I've read his books. I was inspired by his, his speeches. Uh, I was inspired when I met him, and he continues to have a tremendous uh, impact on my life. I would also say somebody that does have a social media presence but uses it terribly. <laughs> yeah. Um, who responds to things that I put up there months later. Yeah. And and they're they're just uncomfortable because she'd be like, oh, that's so sweet, honey bunny. You know, like, no, mom. Um, but I do want to give a shout out. Uh, who did, She does not have a TikTok and she does not have Instagram, but she does have a Facebook. But she's been um, on TikTok, hasn't she? She has been. In fact, yeah. she got one of our highest views on the It's Okay, We're Jewish TikTok. No surprise there. Um, but I want to give a shout out. A big influence in my life, and not just an influence for me, but really an influence to the community. Uh, they, you know, her and um, my father opened their house to guests all the time. They are influencers in their community and their shul. Um, but for me, growing up with my mom, uh, she was a tremendous influence, taking me all over the world and introducing me to all kinds of different kinds of people and really helped shape my worldview, which for me is a very, uh, I'm proud of my worldview, which is a very open, accepting, and loving worldview, which I credit uh, to the way that I was raised by my mom. So shout out to you moms at twitter.com. I don't know. Yeah, but thank you for really making mine terrible. Yeah, yours. Well, Sasha's great, but Mel Brooks, I don't know. Can I change mine? <laughs> you cannot you change, change it. So, one? nope. Mine, yeah. Nope. It's too late. Too late. Okay. Okay. So let's we get to our guests. Yeah, let's jump into our guests. I'm so we got, excited. This is so excited. Big kid of Shashem's coming our way. Yeah, I'm excited. So this is a noted is lecturer. She's a friend of mine and Sasha's from Los Angeles. Ooh, LA in the house. LA in the house. Sarah Pactor, a noted lecturer. She's a dynamic motivational speaker. Writes books. She's an author. She lectures all throughout the US and Israel. Uh, she's amazing. If you've been to H, UCLA, Link, JWI, she has lectured there. She's all she's amazing. I've read her is it in Jewish Press, the Jewish Journal. Jewish Press. She, I told you she's an author. She's amazing. A real Jewish influencer. Her new book, Is It Ever Enough? A Journey Toward Joyful Living. You can get it on Amazon. That is, Is It Ever Enough? A Journey Toward Joyful Living. Exciting. Let's pick that up. But let's give her a call. Let's get Sarah on the show now. Great. Hi, how are you? Hi, Sarah. How are you? Welcome to It's Okay, We're Jewish. How you doing, Sarah? Doing great, doing great. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. We are uh, honored. Really we are honored. Welcome to the Jewish Influencer episode, Sarah. First of all, Sarah, you know, uh, Eliezer and I record here in Florida, and I believe you were recently in Florida. Oh, for what? Yes, so, yes, we were. We came in for Nava Hess's Bat Mitzvah. Oh, the movie, right. the movie <laughs> premiere. The movie premiere. Yes, the movie premiere. <laughs> That's right. Oh, it my was, gosh. Yeah, it only the creme de la creme. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was fabulous. I was just a little annoyed with there was like all these 12-year-old girls screaming. But otherwise, the movie was great. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, was really, great. thank that you again. Great. It was so awesome seeing you. We miss you out here in Florida. Uh, we are talking today about Jewish influencers, and we can't, we could not think of anyone better than you. You have a new book, Is It Ever Enough? Tell us more about that book. What was your inspiration, and what are readers in for when they read that? Oh, yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely 
something I'm really excited about. It's been a five-year process, if you can believe it. I wrote wow. it during COVID, oh, wow. uh, which was, was quite interesting with all the kids home and a pregnancy. Um, but yeah, it finally is out. It's very, very exciting. It's, it's really a relevant book. It's a, it's a self-help genre with a lot of you know, motivational aspects and, Sally, and spiritual need, aspects. Sally, you need to buy that book. Oh, we have a copy already? Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but yeah, it takes kind of like your everyday experiences and it, and it sheds light through this lens of becoming happier and just more mm. content with who we are. It's, are we ever enough? Do we have enough? You know, it's kind of answering those questions and finding satisfaction and contentment in life. Um, and each section kind of has a play on the word enough. So oh, nice. I am enough is one section. I have enough. That's enough out of you is a section on how to deal uh, with difficult husbands? people. <laughs> That's the husband <laughs> section. Certainly not the husband <laughs> section. Certainly not. No, it's uh, it's for everybody. I mean, you said you've been working on it for five years, but a book like this couldn't come out at a better time. It's been so hard during oh, the pandemic. No joke. Um, and no so, joke. I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So I, I'm 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 grateful that a book like this exists. Uh, and uh, yeah, but you were going to say, I'm sorry, I cut you off. He does no, that he from time one to time. Of the other. No, it's fine. fine. Another one of the sections is just, it's called, um, I've had enough, which Mm -hmm. is kind of what you were just saying. But in the, in terms of Hageem, like a lot of times we, we kind of get fed up with the amount of work that's required for Hageem and some of the more detailed parts of it that feel less inspirational. So it's just a lot of inspiration for the holidays in general. Can you actually speak to that for a moment? Because I do know, know, I've been married now for uh, more than 20 years. Um, my wife's oh, wow. list, my wife's listening and probably like I probably should know the exact number. That sounded like a question, but, <laughs> right. but really, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, but happily yeah. married. But you know what? You know, as the years go on, you know, to me, there's so many chagim that I think are lovely and beautiful. But the there is a lot of effort and there's a lot of work yeah. to get ready. Sure and is. I think there are years where it does feel like that gets in the way of just being excited yeah. about the chag. So maybe can you speak to that for a moment from your book? Yeah, I mean, I'm basically trying, and it's from, look, it's from personal experiences. As a woman, you know, as a mother of five, hugging times come along, and you're just like, I can't. It's hard. It's it's sometimes, unfortunately, turns into the hardest time of the year versus the most beautiful and inspiring times of the year. So I'm trying to really turn that around and say, look, let's find the gems. Let's find the the beauty in it again. Let's kind of find something deeper to hold on to, even if it's a short little tidbit it gives you something to think about while you're preparing or maybe while you're at the table and i'm really trying to transform that for all of us amazing fantastic sarah so eliezer mentioned he's senior articles also in the jewish press right you're in the journal also right i'm in h.com i'm in the jewish home i'm in ami i'm in uh what was it the jewish press Press. Uh, i'm all i'm kind of all over so So, la weekly do they still make that? LA Weekly? No, <laughs> no, not, no, not LA Weekly. You know what I'm talking about? No, not really. <laughs> but I have been, I have been quoted by the LA Times. Oh wow! They have quoted me. So, paper, so yeah. you're a prolific writer. Where do you get your inspiration? Or who's influenced you? you? Um, yeah. So I would say, you know, obviously there's a ton of people. Everyone has influenced. Uh, we're us. all influencing each other. Yeah. Of course, yeah. you. Of right. course. Of course, it's okay. You know, we're doing. Thank God but, for this podcast. <laughs> I mean, listen, if we're going to start, obviously we have to start from square one. It's my parents and my in-laws. I mean, they're Very tremendous, nice. oh. tremendous people. Um, they've been through their fair share of hardship and they really have showed me what it means to never give up, 
and to through that grit and through that, you know, hard work, really being able to see the fruits of your labor and seeing that you can have a beautiful life if you don't give up and if you keep trying. So that's, you can't say enough about your parents and in-laws. Thank God. I I love them both so much, but you know, to give you just one, thank you. Yeah, no, they're wonderful, wonderful people. But you know, if I'm going to give you like, I would say two people that have really, really, uh, kind of been serious role models for me. I would say the first would be Rabbi Kellerman from Neve Yerushalayim. Sure. Oh, wow. Of course. Oh, he's a phenomenal speaker. He's a brilliant he's a author. Yeah. Oh, he's just, and being able to be, for him to be a teacher of mine for a full year, I felt like every time I was in his class, I was watching did TV. You, did you it go to not Neve? I, I mean, I went to Sharpman's, and then my Shonabet, I went to Neve, and then did a few summers there as well, doing Morashet and the Kirov training program. Wonderful. Um, and then I majored, I double majored in Stern in audiology and Judaic studies. Oh, awesome. But uh, hearing Rabbi Kalaman speak is yeah. is transformative. Well, I liked, so charismatic. I liked, you said you studied audiology, then you said hearing. So I'm just want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was not intended. Pun not intended. Um, but that was great. Uh, so you know he's brilliant, and the fact that he was an author, I think. Like I don't know, it's just something about the fact that he was combining speaking and writing was just, that just got me. And that was like, oh, that's what I want to do. And I, I would that. say an unusual person that maybe, you know, uh, to share with you is someone by the name of Howard Jonas. He happens to also be an author. He wrote a fabulous book called... Um, I've never heard Shoot, of him. Wait, so Howard Jonas, isn't that IDT or... Um... Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yeah, I got that. He founded IDT, but he also wrote an amazing, amazing the book. Jonas Brothers? No, no. This is the Jonas no. father. Oh, IDT, <laughs> remember the here, phone company. But, oh, yeah, yeah. We're a, lot of, yes. yeah. a lot of people got rich I over that. Yeah. So I remember I was eight. Now, not only is he an amazing writer and he has a fabulous book, but uh, besides that, when I was young, I was about 18 years old, I heard about him through my friends telling me there's this big static and he donates a lot of money and he gives people who yeah. need jobs jobs and I was just like, wow, that's what I want to be like mm. when I'm older. That's who I want to yes. be like. And so, you know, I literally dove into Hashem to enable me to one day give in that type of capacity. It's just such a beautiful thing to see community members helping each other, especially in their time of need. And so that is very powerful for me to see that and want to one day be that way. So I would say those are two very influential people. Um, and, you know, I just, I'm so grateful for their influence. And uh, both of them actually, Rabbi Kalman wrote the preface for my book and Howard Jonas wow. wrote Words of Approbation. So it was really, that was like a dream for me come wow. true to have wow. those kinds of people in my book. You mentioned something very interesting, Sarah. You mentioned that your parents and your in-laws, they had grit. So do you think that's lost on this generation, on the, on, on the people who maybe come and hear you speak? And if so, how do you help them find their grit and attack the world yeah, the way that you would? Question. That's such a great question. Look, I think it's unfair to say for me to judge and say, Oh, we're, we're not, we don't have the same grit as the past generations. Who am I to determine that? I think, I do think though that you have a point in the sense that the other generations just had such hardship that we can't even fathom. Correct. But I also think our generation has pressures that maybe they didn't have the same level of pressure you know what i mean so it's it's not that it's a trade-off but i think each generation has challenges within and based on what we have been exposed to that either we have the it it 
we're either weakened from it or strengthened from it. And it's really the choice that we have to make. Right. I actually, I actually love that you said that because um, I think looking back and saying, oh, that generation had that or, you know, the greatest generation, World War II, like, sure, there were in, intense and terrible things that I don't think any of us would want to go through. But each generation does have their challenges and their opportunities. And um, right. I, I don't think right. we, I don't think we should minimize those challenges. Right. And um, I love that you said that because I think it happens a lot where, you know, parents say to children, yeah. well, you don't know how good you have it. Well, they don't know how good they had it. So what we what they do, they have to right. focus on now. Um, and at the same time, I mean, look, if you just look at the technological revolution that's taking place, this is something no generation has experienced before. And so we're going to be seeing oh, yeah. some of the ramifications yeah. of that. My so, Bobby and Zadie could never have yeah. handled TikTok. They couldn't have. So they don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Murray and Irene, they would have had a good TikTok. Actually. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. My thank you for being oh, a Jewish influencer. The book, Is It Ever Enough? A Journey Toward Joyful Living by Sarah Pactor. Find out more at sarahpactorspeaks.com. And you can buy it at amazon.com. Sarah, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much to you both. Have a wonderful day. Thank Take care. you. Wow. She was great. You know what I, I, I loved about her? She's extremely articulate. Oh yeah, I'm passionate she, about what she does. She's so genuine. I'm telling you, she really means what she says, 100. percent She wants to better the world. And again, I think people do walk away from. She's a Jewish influencer that we should all follow. Yeah, I, I definitely, I get the appeal. Did and, you read, did you buy the book? Uh, ding. That's the noise. I that's gotta, my that's gotta, my book noise. I have to update my Amazon. Um, app. She's awesome. Uh, so check it out. By the way, I did buy the book, and it's awesome. Oh, good. No, I will buy the book. Will you buy it for me? I'll buy it. Can we use it? Can we use it from our podcast money? I mean, we've been spending a lot of podcast money on well, our surf have. lessons. I, I've got some extra. I, I don't. I don't give you all of it. I stash it away. Wow. Okay. So our next, our next guest. By the way, this is like a guest show. We've never really done. We've had like one guest, maybe two, but we're gonna have three, I think, today. But our next one, I would put her in a more of that traditional influencer. In what, do you the, mean, what do you mean traditional? Well, so we're talking about what does it mean to be a Jewish influencer, to yeah. be in the world as a Jew and a Kiddush Hashem, which I believe she truly is, and at the same time, more traditional in the sense of social media. Oh. Okay. Um, she She's okay. very popular oh, oh, with, cool. with the social media people. Yeah, um, I believe she uses the TikTok the and Gram. She on the, the Gram? She, I think she's on the Gram. We're going to ask her all with these the things because I've never heard of these things. The book, the book, the, the Facebook, Twitter, the Facebook, no, the book. I don't think she tweets. I don't think people call it Facebook. We'll anymore. ask her. Okay, right. it used to be the Facebook originally. Did you know that? Uh, yes. Back in my day. Oh, your day? Well, not my day actually, but there was. It was the Facebook, and then mm-hmm. they dropped the the, and boom, then they became MySpace. And, and was it ever an actual book? I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Mark Zuckerberg walked around. It was like a meta book. Sign my book. See what I did there? I saw. So not so great. Okay, but so she's definitely an influencer. She's quite popular in social media. She's actually one of my students. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We have parent permission to have her on the podcast. Awesome. Um, her name is Caitlin Lieber. Okay. Um, she's a senior at Hebrew Academy of Miami. Awesome. And uh, let's get her on because I'm very curious what it means to be an influencer, but to be Jewish and. How does she see That's herself? Sounds like a lot of pressure. Yeah. Uh, how does she see herself as Balancing a Jew high school? being out there in the world? Yeah. The whole deal. The whole let's deal. Let, let's give her a call. Call her. Hello. Is this Caitlin Lieber? It is. OMG. Did Hello. I say did I say that right, by the way? Did I do that? Yeah. It's like, usually a gimmel, but Oh, I'm Gimmel. Oh, it's more than just you. There's other people. Yeah, what, oh, Caitlin, my, I don't wait, know wait. How I feel about yeah, that? Are you not? A, a, oh no, wait, it's not Caitlin's wait. fault. Clearly, <laughs> no, I mean, you? I listen all the time. Right. I mean, this is my favorite podcast of all time. <laughs> Thank like, you. I kinda, 
it split my mind for a second there. Right, right. She wasn't. It was, Eliezer, what kind of prep work did you do here? <laughs> well, we'll have to talk to. Wait, wait. Uh, this is Caitlin. Is your student right? She is a student at Hebrew Academy. She is a senior graduating. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, we're, oh, Mazel Tov! Early Mazel Tov in your graduation. Thank you. Yeah. Um, she's a really uh, Caitlin. I'm Sally. Has co-host, and co-host, co-founder, co-creator of this empire. Yes. Yes. <laughs> ah, got it. Okay, thank you. I needed that. No problem. David, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're amazing. Uh, she's also the daughter of uh, my coworker, um, my assistant principal, Dare Lieber. Which, by the way, very nice. Um, Kaylin, is it true that sometimes she appears in some of your uh, social media posts? She does. Yeah, actually, pretty pretty often. Does uh does that drop like the followership or does it go up? Like, I feel like it definitely increases my followers. Oh wow! Wow, that's awesome. Okay, I great. know people are people are a huge fan of her. Definitely, people in school love that. They definitely get lots of shares yeah. when I post. Well, you know, she might she might if you ask her after this. Last year, the students wanted to come for like the Purim shtick. You know, they make videos and they wanted to mm-hmm. do a TikTok, and I put the kibosh on that. And Dr. Lieber was like, let's do it. And I'm like, I am not doing a TikTok. Um, but um, she's yeah. used to it. Because of me. Yeah, I know it's, it's, it's definitely second nature for her. Um, she's awesome. But you know what? This isn't about her, but we should definitely have her on. Let's have her on before we jump in. Um, we've got some questions for you, but you are, I mean, we're talking about what does it mean to be a Jewish influencer? And I was saying you really fall into the very traditional uh, idea of an influencer because your social media is is quite present. I mean, if I'm correct, um, I'm actually looking at it right now. You're, you have eight po- total 8.4 million views on your TikTok. Whoa. Are you aware of that, Caitlin? Did you? Is that accurate? I I'm looking at like this is this is not on a phone. This is on the website, but it says on top, Caitlin Lieber, 8.4 million views. That's, Im- that's that's amazing. That's impressive. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, it, I guess it combines all my you see that? together. Yeah. But that's super cool. Humility. She's very. She's wow. very. She actually, Caitlin, if I can, uh, you actually are kind of a humble person and actually quite sweet and nice. So just put that out there, Caitlin. Okay, for people who don't know, what do you want? You're on TikTok, uh, Instagram. Like, what do you yeah. use? Um, I mean, I started on Instagram. I got Instagram when I was little. My mom actually made me get on her phone so that she could watch over it. But then I guess once TikTok became a thing, I went on TikTok, but I didn't really use it. Wait, wait, and then Caitlin, Caitlin like hold on, hold on. When you say when you're young, was that when you were on Wits Academy? Oh, my God, it was. That's exactly when I first got huh? Instagram. Are you, are you impressed with our research? I am very impressed. Most people do not get that name right. You pronounce it correctly very and everything. Good, very yeah. so, good. But if I'm correct, though, Wits Academy is not the yeshiva in Wisconsin, right? What, what exactly is Wits, Wits Academy? <laughs> Wits Academy is a show on Nickelodeon that I filmed, I believe, in the sixth grade or like when I was, when I was, yeah, in middle school. I filmed it in middle school. It was a really cool opportunity. It was my first time actually ever auditioning for something or ever being on set. And I was amongst a great cast and. Yeah, it was just a yeah. really cool experience. So, I guess Sally's that's kind of where my social media. Caitlin, I know yeah. from experience, fame can be really tough. Like this podcast is really, we can't even walk outside anymore. Yeah, it's really hard. What's that like for I you? Know, a senior I know. in high school? I know, paparazzi. Yeah. Do you face, like, how, how do you like how do you live your life as this influencer, a show in sixth grade? Yeah. Tick, TikToking in, in your senior year? Yeah. Have you ever had any struggles like that? I mean... I not really. I uh, haven't had that yet. I feel like that will come one day. There's but no like the, I actually. I mean, the I know it's a joke, but I actually have more people notice me from like TikTok than I do 
from there has been like two people i'm more impressed if like you come up to me and you're like you know with academy like that's crazy because that's something that like thank you thank you yeah no that's quite (laughs) impressive that you really did the research there but tiktok is more like everyone you know just shows up on your explore page or like for you page and i've gained a pretty big following on tiktok but um i feel like that's If you know me from Woods Academy, you're a real one. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'm a real fan. That's what I always say. I'm a real fan. Uh, So let me ask you, Caitlin. (laughs) You're out there, millions of views, doing TikToks. Um, I do remember- Listening to this podcast. uh, uh, Between doing TikToks, listening to the podcast- but what is it like? You are a Jewish young woman. You, I do. I don't know if you put this. I remember your mother actually shared with me. I don't know if this is embarrassing. She shared with me when you sang Hatikva, uh, I think in downtown Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did a lovely job. So you put yourself out there as a Jewish woman. Uh, but have you ever? Yeah. I guess do you, do your fans know you're Jewish? Have you ever have you ever struggled with that? Because the idea is that I guess do you feel that putting yourself out there and being a Jew do those being an influencer and being Jewish do those two things? come together? Do you think about that? Have you ever had an experience um, where you had to think about it more? I actually had something happen where this summer I went on a travel program called Sulam. I'm not sure if you've heard of sure, it. I have heard but of Sulam. It's, mm-hmm, it's run by Morshaw. It was a great experience. Anyways, I took pictures of my friends and we were in front of the, we were in Israel and I put the location of Israel, which I guess like targets a certain audience and behind the flag and everything. Sure. I posted it not thinking anything of it. Like, I, I, I know that there's, you know, obviously anti-Semitism, but I guess because I have, like, on Instagram, I have a um, just a little under, like, 10,000 followers. And a lot of them are people, like, in the yeshiva world, or yeshiva bubble, or at oh, least wow. people that are Jewish. But I didn't realize, I guess, a good amount of those people also came from TikTok or came from, you know, when I got Instagram during Wits Academy time. But I got, I started losing followers and I was like, what is wow. going on? I was really confused. Did your mom, as to what did your mom freak out? So I called my parents after I was getting death threats, actually. It what? escalated Whoa. quite quickly. Um, wow. Yeah. It was really, it was, it was interesting because it went from unfollowing, which I was fine with. I was like, if people, you know, I'm not ashamed of, of my religion. Like it's important to be proud of who I am and go. what I've you know, been raised and born. But, um, but then when I started getting death threats, I was like, I, everyone around me on this program was like, you should just delete it. Like, it's not worth it. You're losing so many, you know, you're losing a bunch of followers. And for a second there, that's when I called my parents because they were like, you know, we don't obviously want you getting death threats. They're like, social media is scary. And like, there you have people that yeah. can find out information about you. So I was like kind of overthinking it. But then I think I realized once all my friends were telling me to delete it, that like it would show something if I, I guess it would prove like the significance and explain that like, you shouldn't be ashamed of who you are and that That's like right. change needs to happen in a sense. So I, I, I mean, I didn't delete it, but like I've lost, I think I, I think I lost about a thousand followers from that one post, which wow. is crazy. And I was not expecting it. Like I kind of just posted it. <laughs> right. If we lost a thousand followers, we'd be negative 999. us up. <laughs> but that's great. So you're, here you are, you're getting death threats. You're getting people unfollowing you. And I think any, I'd say, regular influencer would be like, well, forget it. I'm going to take it down because every every you know follower matters. But you're like, no, what matters more is my Judaism. And um, if I'm going to lose right. those followers, then those aren't followers I want. It's unfortunate that I'm losing followers. Like, I'm happy with the, the real followers that I do have now. And I know that, like, those are the people that do support me for me and, like, me as a whole person. And I really just believe in all that. Awesome. By the way, and I, I can't speak for your followers, but I will. Um, I bet there's a lot of young Jewish people who follow you, and because you put those pictures up there, and because you didn't take them down, uh, felt prouder and stronger in their own Judaism, and in that way, 
you were a very powerful Jewish influencer. Yeah, I mean, when you put it like that, yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I definitely know that a, that a large amount of my following is from, you know, the Jewish community or like the Shiva world. So I guess that did say something like keeping it up. And can, I not only kept it up, but I continue posted, continue throughout the summer to post pictures in Israel without change. I mean, it happened to be that that was the only one with the, the flag in the back, but but I did. Like, I posted a bunch of pictures in Israel, and I wasn't ashamed. And, I, you know, I tagged. I put the location and everything. So That's hopefully awesome. send some kind of message across. Well, we're proud of you, Caitlin, for putting yourself Thank out you. there. Um, you know, using your platform for good. And um, you know what they say? What? With great followers. Comes great responsibility? That's right. I think that was uh, the, the old Jewish... Uh, yeah. Superhero Spider-Man. Menachem Spider-Man. Menachem Spider-Man. So, Caitlin, we just we wish you luck. We wish you continued influence on the world, uh, continued growth, and um, you know, just much luck with uh, your next endeavors uh, with college. And you know, I think your future uh, is going to be quite bright. Thank you for being a Jewish influencer. Yes, thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Have a great night, and um, I'll see you at school tomorrow. Uh, you will indeed. You okay, good. <laughs> All right, Caitlin. Thank you so nice much. Nice to meet you. Really appreciate it. Bye, guys. Bye. Nice, well, I met one of you, but nice meeting the other one. <laughs> nice yes, to meet you. That's what we call him, the other one. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Take care. Okay, bye. Bye. Caitlin, that's got to be hard. A senior in high school, first of all, to have that kind of pressure all the time, but to handle it so well. Pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, she actually she had spent a lot of time in Los Angeles when she was acting. She gets a lot of gigs through her uh, through her social media. So, like, you're her teacher. Did you help her through that? You know, using your own experiences as a, as a child performer. You were well. I wish you would have. You were on I, not Nickelodeon. No, you were on I actually. Channel, you know, PBS. I'm not, I mean, what we, were you on? No, um, Channel Fifty Five. I did actually uh, audition I when I was a child for a Pringles commercial. Oh yeah, and what happened? Um, I didn't get it, but uh, I did also for AIM. Do you remember AIM? Do they still have that toothpaste? Oh yeah, I got a callback. You did? I did get a callback oh, for really? it. Yeah. Would you remember um, the lines from the sh- from the, the callback for those people in Wisconsin? Is the uh, is the, they call you back? What what is the what is the the, the commercial the, jingle for AIM? It wasn't. I had to like I AIM. had to go in front of a mirror and just go like I had you didn't stuff. Get it? Wow. I didn't get it. I almost felt like I was brushing my teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's right pretty now. great. But no. So I I wish we would have asked Caitlin when she was on because she probably just would have said. But I'll answer. I mean, if you're asking Caitlin. You know, what influence I had in, you know, yeah. what was I amused for her, inspired her, helped yeah. her. Um, I didn't ask that, but yeah. But if you were to ask her, I think yeah, she would credit all of her success uh, to me. Oh, okay. Which is really nice. Oh. Um, I, I don't take any of the credit, of course. No. But, no. Um, but thank You'll you. will take Kay- it. Thank you, Caitlin. Oh, wait, you won't take it. Thank you, you Caitlin. You wouldn't. Thank you, Caitlin, for saying that. You wouldn't take it, but you wouldn't. Yeah. And if you ask her mother, Dr. Lieber. You'd use um, it. Can you use credit? Like a credit card? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But and Dr. Lieber also, which we should definitely have her on. Um, we should she'd probably also credit Okay, well her success. Lucky for us to me. We have not one, not two, but three guests. Three Jewish influencers today on the Jewish influencer episode. So our last guy. The third. The the third. But, but that the, might be his name, by the way. The like, third? Like Thurston Howell the third, and I think he's also a three namer himself. He's the he, third. He's he is three actually he's like multiple three namers. Yeah, he, he likes threes, so it's it's, it's fitting that he's third. Rabbi, the no rabbi, oh, rabbi, Rabbi Michael Cohen, and the tech rabbi. Okay, if you haven't seen the tech rabbi, his stuff, go on Instagram right now. Not Instagram. Go on TikTok right now. Nope. Go on. If you want, you go to, go to Twitter. Go to Twitter right now and check out the tech rabbi. He's got 25,000 followers on Twitter. Oh, By the wow. way, that's not simple. I mean, I know we have a 2 billion. 
Yeah. By the way, the other day I was that sitting, was simple. I was sitting with him and I said, you know, wow, twenty five thousand followers on Twitter. That's not so easy to get. You know, I mean, I have fifty thousand, and he actually checked, and then he laughed at me. Oh, so he's funny. He is. Oh, he's very funny. I actually get to work with him every day. Uh, he works uh, with me at the Hebrew Academy as our director of innovation. If I'm not mistaken, he's a snazzy dresser. He's a snazzy dresser. He's got a footwear, look. Footwear, fancy footwear. No, he, he is. His kicks are on point. Oh, um, which I, we should actually ask him about that. Okay. Um, but what's beautiful well, him about on. him is that he looks. He looks like a rabbi. Like he dresses the part, he acts the part. If you really get to know him, he actually it's not a costume. It's not a persona. No, he's a rabbi. He is a genuine spiritual holy person. And you know what? He's from California. He is from Osh- uh, Orange County, I believe. Yeah, Irvine, no. Um, but the beauty of it, but we'll he's so invested in in innovation and making the world a better place. He will he'll probably if we ask him talk about web3 nfts the the blockchain which by the way like i sit and i talk to him and i don't know what he's talking about but he's out there he puts it out there i saw him at isti i don't know if you know what isti is i do know what isti um he's he was a keynote there uh he brings a lot of energy he's He's so positive i think he's the tony robbins of the rabbinate he is moving education forward innovation forward and uh let's let's see how he sees himself as a jew out in the world uh, influencing others. Let's get to it. The tech rabbi. Let's get him on. Hello? Tech rabbi, tech rabbi. We got the tech rabbi and it's okay. We're Jewish. Is this the tech rabbi? Wow. I, I love that <laughs> intro song. Yeah, we're doing jingles that was now. You? That was you? That, that was, was recording. No, no, that was me. Oh, you're very good. Thank you. Rabbi Cohen. Rabbi um, Cohen, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. this is cool Uh, we are excited to have you we're doing an episode on Jewish influencers you are a Jewish influencer well you are you are making a difference in the world of innovation technology education uh, business uh, and you are not just doing it in sort of your you know, you're the, the, the few feet around you Um, you're out there in the metaverse if I will am I right Meta- metaverse? I don't think you're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, Cohen, actually, you can settle this right here. <laughs> we were trying to figure out where to find you. Where do you want your well, followers to find you? Twitter. Twitter. Am I right? Twitter. Twitter's your home, baby, right? Tw- yeah, Twitter just seems to be the place that, that the conversations flow nicely. Am I, am so I, I'm there a lot. Am I incorrect in saying you have 25 followers? Yes, 25. 25,000. 25,000. Oh, actually, I need, I need 30 more followers as of right now to hit that benchmark. But yeah. Oh, we'll be there. So cool. that's a big deal. Twitter is not like, it's not like a quick thing. You're probably building that over years. I know that you're quite well known in social media. Uh, we were talking about the persona you have. That's and right. I was saying that it's not an act and it's not a, it's not a costume. Um, you are a truly spiritual and holy person. Um, you truly are. Oh, Cohen, a, I said you were tech- Tony Robbins of the Rabinette. You actually accurate? did not say yes, that. Yes, he did. You, you did. Listening. I, I did. didn't listen. Wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, but Tony Robbins of the Rabinet, but like with actual substance. Oh, oh wow. yeah. You I, went there. I just shout. I, I, I say did, also shot. And shout also, out. Rabbi Cohen, we mentioned your kicks. You have awesome kicks. Yes, that is true. Am I, I going to get canceled by this episode? Though? I'm like, <laughs> no, we don't. Tony do Robbins' here. lawyers are we already, know. yeah, already ready. You know what? I would love to get canceled. We're edgy. By people know we're people know we're edgy. Yeah, they know. They accept it. We're like Joe Rogan. <laughs> I like shoes. Um, oh, so here's our question for you. Oh, well, well, Robbie Cohen's also an author. He is an author. I have yeah. his book. So do I. Um, he's an author. He's a he's a writer, a, a blogger. Do you have a do you blog? 
You're a vlogger. I've seen your videos. I did. I did blog. I did blog. Yeah, I'm more like, I'm into like short form writing now, like newsletter style and, and just yeah, a lot of audio and a lot of time in audio spaces now. In, tw- in Twitter spaces, right? That's yeah, a, Clubhouse, Twitter spaces. It's just easier. Clubhouse it's like is where it's at, by the way. Easy to just... Mickey's, Mickey's Clubhouse? No, no. I Disney had a, Clubhouse? No, I have a Clubhouse in my garage. Oh, nice. It's all the rage. Everyone's talking about it. <laughs> cool. Uh, so here's our question for you. Um, I think people in the in the ed tech world, in the innovation world, in the Web3 world, which I'm not going to explain right now, um, in the NFT, blockchain, yeah, that's right. I can just spit those words right out. Ooh, keep going. Um, keep woo! Going. Um, but let me ask, as a Jew, like, do you consider yourself when you're out there, are you representing the Jewish people? Are you a Jewish influencer? Um, or are you just about the innovation and the, Jude- the Judaism is separate? So it, they're definitely combined, uh, I hope, in an authentic way. I mean, I'm, I'm always striving for that. Uh, it, it, it manifests in different ways, uh, in very funny ways. And I think years ago, I, I was really hoping to like have an impact in Jewish education. And for whatever reason, the, the world at large was much more interested than what I had to offer in the day schools. And I think now, especially in this, uh, this pretty hard pivot into Web3, I mean, I took like a solid right turn in June and just kind of went all in on this is that there are Jews coming out of the woodwork in my DMs, like so excited that there is like someone that's, that they that's see. That's direct as, message to our fans in Wisconsin. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. D- DMs, the direct message, they're messaging me and they're basically saying like, wow, you're in here. I was so surprised. I never expected to see a beard and a keeper and sits in 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 this space so i think i'm i'm helping people show that there is that connection and that they're not there's not a contradiction <laughs> so it's uh it's fun though i i'm i'm i love the space i think also just miami tech in general there there's so many jews that are just excited i, I went to this thing you know I, i've only been in miami since august but i came in december and i went to nft basil art basil and it was during hanukkah people were like so excited Excited to let me know that they knew it was Hanukkah. That's it was awesome. like a badge of honor. That's awesome. That is they also great. probably had a couple of drinks, but would you say that you're a walking, talking Kiddush Hashem? Ooh, that's a, that's wow. That's like a hard uh, title to live up to. I'm trying you. my best. Yeah, we we think you are. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I mean, I think you know to, to answer that like in, in a serious way because sometimes you have these like serious moments on your podcast. Is that we do? I sometimes I'm very <laughs> careful. In how like how I critique the space, how you know if there are individuals in the tech space that are making moves, making decisions. Like I don't want my brand to be the one that like calls out wrong, even if it is wrong. Like there's no shortage of that in the world. Like there'll be other people on the internet to let people know about this person or this project, things like that. But I definitely am much more careful. I, I think it's authentic that I'm careful. I'm not just careful because like I don't want to get in trouble. I just feel like it's it's part of like what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to show the good in the space show the opportunity for people. I think that's why people connect with what, what I do. Well, I, I would say this, having read your book, Educated by Design, I actually think you do a fantastic job. Like I thought I'd just be reading a book about design thinking and education. And what I read a book was, sure, it was about that, but it was about you. And you bring the spirituality, you bring the Judaism. Uh, it's woven beautifully into that book. So I think that you do a great job of being not just an influencer, but a Jewish influencer in everything you do, because it was very natural in what I read. Um, and I was inspired not only as an educator, but also a Jew. So thank you for that. 
Oh, that's so kind. Cohen, I also think that you're an influencer not only in the tech space, but in the Jewish space too. There's probably students who are looking up to you and saying, you know what? I can do that. When he walks into a classroom with his sweet Tiffany Nike kicks and his his amazing beard. Look at the longboard. Are you still longboarding? <laughs> no, it's too hot in Miami. I, oh. I haven't even opened no, no way. the skateboard the app. Kids love him. He's so brilliant and talented. And actually, he's a role model in that sense. Like you can be from and stark and you can be a rabbi and you can still be very knowledgeable it's what's okay. going on. He's yeah, Jewish. It is okay. He's Jewish. So let's end on that because you are the epitome of what we stand for here at It's Okay, We're Jewish, that we basically, we can do anything we want because we're Jewish. Rabbi <laughs> <laughs> Cohen, well, the tech I, rabbi, I, can I, I just say thank you? Well, we should thank him. Th- oh, thank, thank you. you. I feel like this is like better than like any paid promotion I could do. It's just oh, yeah. call you guys no, up in the middle of your show. And don't worry, crazy. it's paid. Yeah, it's going to get blown up. You better watch out. Your Twitter, your Twitter. I who told you it was not paid, but yeah, yeah, wait. We, can, we can take care of that. Yeah, we, I expect some Ethereum in my, uh, my Coinbase did I say that right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah it was pretty good. I okay. feel like my Swedish geographic. Oh, is oh he is a listener. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. He knows. Yeah. Wow. You just made you're us still, still number, one. number one. Now. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're just going to we're gonna stay in, this, in number one in Sweden just for quite a while that. now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Rabbi Cohen, thank you so much. and uh, Check him out, the tech rabbi. You. Keep doing the good work. All right. Have a good one. Thank Take you. Take care. I love working with him. He's such a nice guy. Um, he really is making you know, a difference. He's really cool. He's cool. He's like he's someone you want to hang out with. Yeah. Um, which is why I think actually people are influenced by him because he's in spaces that are not filled with Jews and rabbis, and he just he weaves through that so smoothly. So Eliezer, at the top of the show, I asked you a question. Yeah. What's the difference between a role model and an influencer? Yeah, and I said, do you remember? Yeah, you said something about not knowing what TikTok was okay, and fine. metaverse Clearly, and Oculus. You weren't listening, but of okay. Course. Yeah. I actually, now hearing our three guests today, yeah. I think I have an answer. Okay. A role model is can be a role model. People look up to that person, but oh, it's more passive. I thought it'd be more someone who like, you know, advertises Could be. different bread products. Well, I would say a bread. role model. You, oh. <laughs> very good. Well, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's, that's not an what you influencer meant? is someone who's active in their pursuit to influence others to make the kiddush Hashem that you were talking about when I was listening. So to they're you. thank you very intentionally, much. intentionally influencing for the better. I love that. Our influencers today, and our three people. That's right. They are intentionally putting themselves out there in the world. Yes. Um. And and having a positive influence on the yes. world. And you know what? You're having one on me. You know what? That's okay. Because we're Jewish. And I'm uh, you as no, well. I'm ending. <laughs> ending. Oh, me too. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I just rewind. Oh, just end. <laughs> and you are having a positive influence on me. So you know what I love about this episode? Yeah. There are so many people out there. There are so many Jewish influences. Yeah, there are so we had many a, Jewish influencers we had out there. We author, like this Jewish speaker. We had this young lady who's a TikTok uh, you know phenom. And, 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 and us. Us. We, we you were know here. What? We, we were sh- here. We probably should have just interviewed you and I. Oh, okay. Eliezer, can so, I interview you next episode? Because we're um, out of time. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay, fine. All right, man. I'll see you next time. See you next time.